We are Jack, a weekly podcast with the responsibility to show you, our audience, what is possible beyond bitching, complaining, and tolerating an ordinary life. Warning, you may be required to do something about it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Jean-Marie Ayres. I'm Amy Sullivan Ryan. And I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. This is the podcast where we talk about everything and absolutely nothing. And I just want to remind people who are joining us on this show, and we're just thrilled that you're with us. You know, you're generally at the table, morning, breakfast table, lunch table, evening table, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thanks for being with us. And this really is a kind of a show that you're just with us in the conversation. We're not necessarily looking for the answer. We're looking for the question and the question. We're digging deep, ladies, aren't we? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. We're not only digging deep, but I am in a closet right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, commitment. And that's commitment. And some people are coming out of the closet, but I'm going in. I'm going in. So we just really are thrilled that you're with us. And you know, it's been a while, isn't it, since we we've guys, gals have been together. Yeah. 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 So it's gonna take something for to listen for something in the question. And, you know, I was thinking the other day about the question and when we're answering it and, and listening to it to our show, like I like to evaluate our show. And I can hear so much of a program. Dr. Carey, you had mentioned that at one time, like I'm still a machine and I still can't seem to get out of that program, that machine that uh, that, that we're trying so hard to do on this show. You know, people submit questions and and then we're, we're looking for we're looking for something in the question. So why didn't you bring the question on today, Amy? OK, so today's question comes from Karen out of Williams, Arizona, and her question is, is how do you resolve what's not final? Oh, yes. What's not final. Okay. Can you say that again, Amy? How do you resolve what's not final? So, like, when I hear it, it's like we had the one podcast where it was about letting go. And it, it was a little bit about resolve, right? And we can just let things go. But if it's not final, how do you resolve it if, like, you can't with the other person? Yeah. Or you can't resolve the situation. Like, that's one of those questions where your mind just kind of goes everywhere. And, mm-hmm. of course, mine is landing right on my mother. Mine, too. Oh, my gosh. Don't oh, mine's yeah. on my father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. My mother. My mother. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and mom's 93 now. And there, there have been so many conversations between the two of us where we resolve a, a lot of things. And then there are some things that she is just unwilling to look at from any other perspective of her own. And then because she's my mother, I don't want to upset her. I don't want to sound ungrateful. So I just kind of walk around with it. Sometimes it just feels like indigestion, indigestion, just Mm -hmm. sitting in there, you know, just unresolved and yucky. And, you know, I've, um, Jean-Marie, you were talking about programs earlier. You know, I'm, I, I know neurologically how to 
mess with things so that I can just be happy on the other side of what's still parked in my gut. I run programs of happiness all the time and joy. Still, it would be so nice to just have a conversation with her about a couple of more matters. And it's just final. It's the way it is. Yeah. So are you saying she's final? Like she's already decided? She's the one. Yes. Because mm-hmm. as far as she's concerned, you know, it's kind of one of those like, well, I did the best I could. Nobody said that you didn't. I just want to talk to yeah. you. Right. And just be heard, mom. And from what I can get from her pushing back is like for her, it's already final. And that's the end of it. And, you know, it's interesting in this in this society that we live in, we really don't have a conversation that we've been trained in to have with parents. You know, it's like your mom says, that's it. And you just say, yes, ma'am. And shut up. Yeah, because I said so. Because I said so. Right. Yeah. And you heard that because I said so. Yeah, that was my dad. <laughs> so, Amy, could you repeat the question? Because I just want to make sure. How what- do you resolve what's not final? So, like, when I look at this question and like Dr. Carey, I look at things with my dad and it's like I have to accept exactly what Dr. Carey said about the situation that is probably not ever going to be final for me. And I can make my brain do that. And yet at the same point in time, I keep walking around hoping, right, that he will hear me, hoping that he will actually acknowledge that the choices that he've made in his life have affected mine. What's unresolved for me is he gets unhappy with how I live my life and the choices that I've made, but he can't see the fact that the choices he's made is what has set the precedent for what is acceptable and how I live my life. And I would love to be able to have that conversation with him. And it's completely unresolved and it's not ever going to be. Okay. So, but the question is how, right? So let let's look at it. Like how? I think you've how already you given gonna... up, Amy. I, when you say, oh, I, I've entirely given up. I've I've a hundred percent given up and thrown up my hands and just gone. Okay, this is just the way it is, and I can accept yeah. it. But at the same point in time, I well, can't yeah, accept we it. Can't. We're not going right. to accept. We are not accepting that on this show, like <laughs> right? But how many people are on this show where we're in this discussion and they have given up? And, and when you said that, that because my, my parents are no longer around and there was like a, I was on a bit of a mission today. I had a list of things to do. Mm-hmm. I'm in Italy. I have a list of things to do. And I just was. And, and then one of them was I had to work out. I had to work out. I got to get my shoes on to work out. I got my get a gym shoes and I got to get a mirror up and blah, blah, you know, a whole bunch of, and I well, honestly was looking at where is this coming from? And I can only think it is not resolved with my mother because if I stop for a second, yes, Dr. Carey, you're going to, you're going to. Well, make- okay. So Webster's dictionary defines resolve as to separate the parts of a complex idea, to reduce to simple parts, to analyze. Another definition is to settle in an opinion, to make certain, to confirm or to fix. 
So I think we're kind of looking at resolve as a fix. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's just separating the parts. Fix, getting rid of. It shouldn't be. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's just about reducing it to simple parts that we can analyze and learn from. I don't know. I'm a philosopher. Okay. And I'm a digger. So I'm, yeah. 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 We know. But but, but (laughs) isn't it like, because who, first of all, we want to make sure that the people who are listening right now, the audience, our friends who are listening, that you're engaged in this conversation with us. We're, as you can see, like my question is, well, where are we going with this question? Right. It's really a challenging question. And it's challenging me to look at specifically the how, right? Because I can hear in what I'm saying to you guys that I'm kind of locked into it the way Amy is, that there's no other option but acceptance exactly right and yet you and what i'm attached to is fixing it or having my mother say i'm right is acceptance (laughs) or you're resigned to it i think those are two quite distinct yeah it's like i'm tricking my brain into saying i've accepted it and at the same point in time I'm actually resigned to things staying the way that they are. Yeah. And I want to say that I'm okay with it because it's been this way for 49 years. Right. And then like with me, my mother would end up angry at me and then not speaking to me. And then my siblings are calling in like, why did you bring that up? You're, you know, didn't that happen when you were 15? Right. You know, and what did you upset mom for? Now everybody's mad at me. Right. So. <laughs> but, but by the way, Dr. Carey, I just want to check for our listeners. Right. Because one of the things we're talking about our parents or our mothers. I married my mother. Yeah, I did. I, oh, I, yeah. So I'm not, a couple of marriages ago. Yeah. yeah I mean, I married my father for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm married to my dad now. Yeah. <laughs> and i think one of the places to start though is to at least recognize that we're not resolved Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say rather than just this is that's why i went to the definition right to be really clear you know i i'm looking for a fix and seriously I, i it maybe it's just a matter of breaking it down to simple parts and saying, okay, this is what I'm still upset about, what's still unresolved for me, and why. And if I can get to the why, maybe I can let go of that. So what would be the specific, because we could be very general, Mm -hmm. because one of the things I was looking at even before coming on, before that question was, why is my mother still in my head? Because if I stop to take a break, or just to sit on a couch, I do think the whole world's going to explode and I'm going to immediately be slothful, lazy. And I can hear yeah. my mom saying, you got to keep going. You know, you've got to keep right. something like that. You, you know, and it's so, yeah. the, so this is a great question for you because it's not ever going to be final. Like you actually can't resolve it with your mother. Right. Where Carrie and I actually have the opportunity to resolve things with our parents. Right. But for you, it's actually a situation that's not final. And how do you resolve it? 
Yeah, because when someone has passed away, and ladies, you know that my ex-husband passed away last Tuesday. His service was this past Saturday, and there were definitely some things I was still waiting for him to say, Hmm. right, about the time that we were together and the divorce and, you know, the way he behaved and, you know, so much that shook out after he passed between his children with his first wife and myself were still from that unresolved time. And you were there on his last breath, right, Dr. Carey? Mm-hmm. Yes. I just want to make sure I listen. I was there. I was there to the very end. Very end. Yeah. It's not a time to ask that question, right? It's, it's- right. <laughs> like, hey, you know you owe me an apology, right? <laughs> Wake up. (laughs) Yeah, don't go yet. Can you imagine? Before you go. Before you go, I got to get this off my chest, right? Exactly. But how, okay, so how do you hold on to those things and not say them and then be okay with the fact that it's final? Like, you know, it's funny because I, I can say that I'm more resolved with him because I was there. Thanks for bringing that up, Jean Marie, because when he went, I was sitting there and you know, and I, I was just talking to him and I was like, you just can't stop pissing me off. Can you, you just can't even now look at you taking up all the space in the room. I actually whispered that, you know, (laughs) and I was just still holding his hand. And I really can say I felt resolved in that moment, you know, because I had even gone to take care of him in June. And certainly there's some things that we worked out, but Again, my mother is still right here. And I think depending, Karen, on who it is that you're unresolved with, it's just a different kind of approach. And I was pointing to it earlier with parents. And you see this a lot with adult children that are wrestling with the decision of putting their parent in assistant living or something like that. I remember with my grandmother, she's like, I'm not leaving my house And we had not been given any way to articulate a response to that. You know, everything that you're taught when you're growing up is to do what your parents tell you to do. So it's going to be a challenge for you to really look at the relationship and see, okay, is there some way I can bring a conversation? And then if the person is passed on, one of the practices that I did when I was a licensed therapist is I would have a participant, a client, and I would sit in the space and just say, all right, I'm that person. What do you want to say to them? Maybe try something like that. I know some people write letters or they go to the grave site and talk, but maybe you could have someone sit in and proxy. And I can tell you it's it's a very effective remedy. You know, I did want to share because you remind it's something popped up. I what was never particularly resolved for me most of my life as an adult was I could never really hug my mother. It was one of those pat back things. And then before I knew she was going to die, she was in her nineties and, and it was a month before she passed and I was visiting her in Australia and I don't know why or what, but I hugged my mother for, I actually know in that moment, it was the first time I hugged my mother. Mm. Not just, you know, one of those hollows, you know, they're doing Europe and just a kind of a, well, we all know which, what. We call them church hugs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How you doing? 
I really hugged my mother for love, for passion, compassion. Mm. And that was one thing I was not resolved about until that moment. And when she passed a month later, I, that, I just went, wow, I hugged her. I hugged my mother after 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of things that we're mostly talking about is what's unresolved is, is, is when we're adults, not necessarily. Yeah. As- yeah. When you said that, Jean-Marie, it reminded me um, this past January, my biological mother turned 70. And she left when I was three. And I maybe saw her a week out of your life is like an HBO series. I know, right? (laughs) And I mean, who's this biological mother? Do you know what I mean? I have a mother, but Amy's special that way. (laughs) It's like an episode of Dynasty. (laughs) So so, I'm not resolved about that. All these right. So all these years she thought that. She would come into my life for a week or so, and then she was maybe supposed to come visit for two weeks or three weeks, whatever it was. And then she'd be here for four days, and then she would have to leave because she couldn't handle being around in my life. And I had just gotten resigned, not necessarily resolved to that's how our relationship was. But this year, I threw her a 70th birthday party, and for the first time ever, I got that hug, and she cried. And she finally understood what she had been missing out on for the last 49 years, that she actually kept taking herself out of my life. And there was nothing that I was ever going to be able to say, but somehow I managed to find an action that got through it. And we resolved and things are like our relationship is final. I don't feel that we have to go back and have that conversation, but that conversation about her childhood growing up and the choices she made and that then, you know, carried over into my childhood and the guilt that she mm-hmm. felt about leaving and then continuing to stay away. We finally got it resolved, but it was through an action that had nothing to do with the conversation. And I just remembered that when you were sharing that story about your mom is I finally got to have that situation resolved and it wasn't intentional. So maybe we just yeah. get lucky and we stumble into them. Or or maybe sometimes we should stop looking for it to show up in a certain way, right? You know, mm-hmm. my, like my mom, she'll call and she'll sing Sweet Caroline to me. Caroline, my full name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it means so much to me. And I'm like, stop focusing on what she's not saying, what you want her to say, and pay attention to what she is communicating. My mother loves me. And you know, Jean-Marie has the roundest head that I've ever seen in my life. So clearly, yeah, your head is just perfectly round, which tells me how much your mother doted on you. Right. And but you, you know, but I do want to make sure. No, that- no, I'm serious. Stick with me for a moment. Right. Like I've looked at it when I first met you. Yeah. And and I and, and Jean-Marie, like I, one thing I noticed about you when I first met you was I was like, oh, my gosh, her mother cradled her a lot. So but yet it's like I never hugged my mother. Right. And my point is, it's like maybe, Karen, the way to resolve is to look what you did have with that person or what they did try and communicate in the way of an apology or whatever it is. I don't know. I just know that I'm looking at the definition and if we break it down to smaller parts and analyze it maybe in there we'll find our resolution like 
Jean-Marie's round head. <laughs> Could you repeat the question again, Amy, too, as we're coming to How the... do you resolve what's not final? You can resolve things while people are not here. As you were saying, a letter writing or actually, like, there are things that I'm becoming resolved about. Like, I know I'm in process of them. Like, I, you know, I want to be around people who bring me joy not bring me misery. I can be resolved about that. There is there is some weird guilt or there is something like I should talk to everybody. Do, do you know, you know, that like so the, mm -hmm. it, there's a lot mm -hmm. of things to be resolved. But how about if so in this last couple of minutes, I'm gonna I'm gonna share and then Amy and Dr. Carey, like what do you want to leave our listeners with? I mean, one of the things is I'm going to look at where I'm not resolved and it could be anywhere. It could be in, in my environment. It could be like I haven't traveled and, or, or I'm not fulfilling on my dreams. And how can I, like the question is, how can I get resolved about that? Like what one action can I take to be resolved? And with my mom, I mean, I miss my mother no matter what. Yeah. I miss her enormously. And yet there are many things I got resolved about, but missing her is so not resolved. So, Amy, I'm going to pass the baton to you before we head off. Yeah. So looking at the question again, I only looked at the question in context to relationships with other people. And as you were just talking, I realized that there are areas of my life that are unresolved and not final at the same point in time. And it kind of goes back to what I just said was, is like actually do something about it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be exactly the way I thought it was going to look. I mean, I'm unresolved with the shape of my body, but I can also start back at the gym. Nice. I'm logging off because I'm not unresolved with the shape of your body. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she was going to say a head for a minute. No, but, you know, right, no, but but in all honesty, it's I only looked at the question from an aspect of dealing with people in my life. And I didn't ever internalize the question and look at it from me. What am I unresolved about with my own life that's not final? Because I act like things are final in my life and that this is just it. But this is as good as it's going to get. And I'm like, oh, crap, I could actually do something over here about my own life and not worry so much about everybody else out there. Yeah. Isn't that great? I'm inspired by that, Amy. I just put interrupt. I just realized, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. So that that's a really inspiring for, mm. for those who are listening, like. What are you not resolved about? What have you not finished that you can take one thing and you can go to the gym? Yeah, mm -hmm. Dr. Carey. Um, so I'm just going to ride Amy's coattail here. It really comes down to not occupying your mind with it. You know, just live your life and just know that that's part of living. Some things are just not going to be resolved. And if you focus on it, it just amplifies and it becomes, I love the way Jean-Marie says this, it becomes the sum total of how you're showing up in the places in your life. And so don't give yourself to it. Focus on the good things and be happy. Yeah. There yeah. You go. All right. I, I, you know what? It's a continuation. Thanks for joining us. 
the show is every week. And please keep submitting the questions. Dr. Carey, where do people submit the questions to? You can submit your questions by emailing us at questions. Make sure you have the S on there. Questions at everythinginjack.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and enter Everything in Jack. And there we are, our page. And also you can swing by our website and send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. That's everythinginjack.com. Great. Over and out. Everything in Jack. We'll see you next week. And uh, that's it. Bye. Bye.